Hey there, lovebirds and lone wolves. It's your favorite sexpert, Stephanie Smith, and we're about to take a joyride through the wild world of sex and relationships. So buckle up, because we're going to laugh, learn, and maybe even blush a little as we uncover the secrets to kick-ass sex life. So grab your headphones and get ready for some scandalous stories, quirky advice, and a whole lot of laughs. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex with me, Stephanie Smith, the podcast that's about to make your ears blush. Hello and welcome back to the Gilf's Den, introducing Sex Talk with Granny. I'm Stephanie Smith, your host and your granny. And this podcast will be the only podcast that you will, it's 100% guarantee you will learn something that you didn't know. I guarantee you, one of my podcasts will teach you something you didn't know. I have had decades of experience and a refreshingly open mind about sexy relationships. So your your granny here tackles pretty much all the topics that a lot of people shy away from and no one wants to talk about sex. It's so funny. It's the one thing that makes us all happy. Anyway, well, I'm the defiant one, and so I will be talking about it until my days have ended. So I want to thank all my new followers, my followers that have followed me all the time, my stalkers. I still like you anyway. My haters, you know what? Eventually you'll like me or you won't. Um, but I guarantee you, you'll still w- learn something new. All right. So my series of doing the first few podcasts with some foundational human sexuality um, topics. So I've done sexual health. I've done STIs. You know, I've done self stuff. So my, all my series, we have to have some, at least some foundation. And then I cannot wait because I have now my interviews all lined up and I'm interviewing a lot of people to bring so much more excitement to the podcast. Um, I can't wait to um, share that with you. Um, All right. Um, Yes, your granny lives in California. We have fires and it affects her lungs. So yes, she has, her voice will sound crackly. All right. So this particular podcast is about love and relationships. I want to start off with some statistics because they're kind of high in my opinion. And we, I mean, we should do something about it. (laughs) Okay. So the divorce rate varies by country. But according to available data, the divorce rate is around 40 to 50% in Western cultures. Um, It can also be influenced by various factors such as cultural norms, socioeconomic conditions, and legal systems. Marriage rates have been declining in many developed countries over the past few decades. People are choosing to delay marriage, cohabitate without getting married, or up to alternative forms of relationships. Relationship satisfaction research shows that um, it's everyone is declining over time. 
there, the honeymoon phase, you know, uh, that it's characterized by this intense passion and excitement. Usually it gives way to a more stable and less intense phase, right? But the level of satisfaction can vary greatly depending on individual circumstances and effort put into the relationship. So it's all in what you do. Online dating has become increasingly popular. And of course, since, you know, COVID, of course, um, but it has grown. So before 2021, it's about 30%. And that offers, you know, a way for you to meet your future partner. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of them. I, I have been on them. It's a great way for people to hide behind and lie behind. And so I just am one that thinks I, I believe that you meet people authentically, um, out and about at you, not your pub, you know, but I do a lot of events. So I always run into people and I, I run into people all the time. So to me, it would be, a, uh, to me, it works better that way, but I know it doesn't for a lot. Um, it's funny that, um, long distance relationships, there's about 75% of college students have experienced this at some point. And they can be challenging, um, but they can also be successful with good communication, trust, and commitment. Uh, breakups are very common in relationships, um, and the average person will experience about three breakups in their lifetime. So, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, it depends on the person, but yeah. Um, estimates, so cheating is a big one, right? Estimates of infidelity has cr increased. It's about, it's increased 20 to 25% of married individuals have cheated on their partners at some point. That's kind of sad. I mean, that's a large percent. And I bet that's not a true study because some people will not tell the truth. Um, it's important to note that infidelity rates can be influenced by cultural, social, and individual factors. What about the brain and love, love in the brain. Hmm. Falling in love activates various areas of the brain associated with reward, pleasure, and motivation. The brain releases chemicals like dopamine, oxytocin, and serotonin, which contribute to feelings of happiness and attachment. So, yeah, I mean, love and relationships are complex. They're multifaceted. They've been they've been studied and celebrated throughout human history. Everyone's fascinated by the topic. You know, ever since Adam and Eve. Okay, so while um so let's just talk like traditional societies. Love and relationships were often bound by social, religious, and economic ties, with arranged marriages being common. Romantic love was not necessarily the primary factor in deciding whom to marry. Instead, practical considerations such, such as social status, wealth, and family alliances were often more important. In the modern era, romantic love and emotional connection have become central to relationships. People today are more likely to choose their partners based on interests and values, physical attraction, and emotional 
capability. And I would say you got to have um, what I have a lot of friends say. If I don't feel it right when I see them, oh, baby, it's over. The rise of individualism and the decline of traditional social structures have also contributed to greater autonomy and romantic relationships. But modern relationships uh, face its new challenges and complexities. The widespread use of technology and social media has transformed the way people meet and interact with potential partners and has created new forms of relationship stress and conflict. The rise of dating apps, that's a big one, has made it easier for people to connect, uh, but it has also made it harder. I mean, also made it, you know, a way for casual hookups and for people to also just ghost. Social media has made it easier to stay connected with partners, but has also raised issues of privacy, which I I hear a lot about the cyberbullying because of my dead bedrooms where women get very upset with men liking other women's photos. Or why did you like that one? She's prettier than me. This, that. We are a culture that likes to look at other people. We look at other people and we, it, it's, it's human nature to look at somebody and to, you know, oh, wow, that person looks good or, the, or not, or this or that. So I, it's just kind of out of control, honestly. I, I really think that there's so much control that goes on in relationships and people are not being able to be their authentic self. In addition, people face um, a wider range of relationship options and configurations. <clears throat> There's the non-monogamous relationships. There's such as polyamory and open relationships. These are becoming very common and accepted. Same-sex relationships and marriages have also gained greater social acceptance and legal recognition, which is great. I love that. So the complexities of love and relationship have evolved over time, reflecting broader changes in society and culture. While the basic human need for connection and intimacy remains constant, the ways in which people pursue and maintain relationships are constantly evolving. If you're struggling in your current relationship or looking to improve it, let me give you some tips to help. <clears throat> this is the number one issue in relationships. The number one issue I see in the dead bedrooms, all over. It is. It's communication. Communication is key to any healthy relationship. You have to make sure that you're both able to communicate your needs feelings, concerns, openly and honestly. This means actively listening to your partner, be willing to compromise, and avoiding being defensive and blaming. Ah, number two, we got to practice some empathy and understanding. Try to see things from your partner's perspective and empathize with their feelings and needs. Stop taking things so personally. It's not about you, dude. It's about them. So whether you think it's about you, ask them. But I guarantee you, it's just about them. 
<clears throat> this can help build trust and intimacy. So you've got to build trust. Trust is essential for a healthy relationship. Be reliable, keep your promises, and be consistent in your behavior. Honesty and transparency and vulnerability are also important for building trust. Work on conflict resolution. Conflict is a normal part of any re relationship. Learn how to handle disagreements in a constructive way. This means avoid name-calling, personal attacks, or other forms of aggression. Instead, focus on finding solutions that work for both of you. And one thing I do believe in conflict resolution that I feel like is really important is when you're at, your partner asks you to specifically, you know, I need this handled. This is really just, it's now becoming a bigger issue. You should listen to that. And why aren't you fixing the problem to begin with? And why is it continuing to happen? So work to resolve the issues before they become an issue again and again and again. And then the person blows up and then you wonder, oh my God, they're, they're so crazy. No, you're crazy for not fixing it the first time they asked. So start fixing things or realizing you're not going to fix them and be honest about it with your partner. Prioritize quality time together. Oh, this is huge. You've got to spend time doing things that you both enjoy. You have to take on projects together for this journey in life. Whether it's weight loss, a project at the house, going and deciding that we're going to do, um, uh, who knows, all the movies and 12 movies a month. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Something. 12 hikes a month, whatever you want to do. You got to spend time doing it. You have to have date night with your partner weekly, especially if you have kids and you both need your own space and time as well. Every week it's called self love. And another way to prioritize your quality of time together <clears throat> I'm tired of hearing these dead bedrooms where it's all about the chores not getting done and the balance of them. Oh my gosh. If you're going to decide to marry and get into a house, then you better afford a house cleaner because as your life gets busier, that's going to be critical. And it's the lot, just hire it out. It's the best thing for you then you're not arguing about things. Each do your own laundry or take turns. I mean, I never have liked anyone doing mine, but do what you need to do. But you know what? S stop arguing. Take things out of your relationship that you argue about and get them handled with a house cleaner, a date once a week, What taking on a weight loss uh, challenge together whatever. Do it together. All right. You've got to take care of yourself. That's where I, the weekly by yourself, whether it's either 
self-care, going out, doing something. Women, it's usually different than men. Um, and you can't have a healthy relationship if you don't take care of yourself. You have to get enough rest, exercise, and you have to have self-care. You do. You just have to. Um, this way you can feel more secure and confident in your relationship. So if needed, you got to seek help. If you're struggling with your relationship, there are so many sex experts out there, relationship experts, advice, helpers that can help you. If you're afraid to ask, then start reading and doing research online. Start listening to things like this type of podcast. And I try to cover a lot of things um, and we're going to continue to cover as my podcast goes on and on for years. So you'll be able to find and search one, search for one of, um, I guarantee you, one of the issues you're facing. Here's some tools for healthy communication, because sometimes people don't know how to communicate healthily. So let me just give you a few. And then this will end our love and relationships. You need to actively listen. Don't be thinking about your next line, what you're going to say. Actively listen to that person. Try to repeat what they said, or at least say, this is what I understand what you said. Make eye contact. Understand, let them know that you are interested in what they're saying. Use the I statements. Don't be pointing fingers because you point fingers at one person. They're pointing four, four fingers are pointing back at you. So no more pointing fingers. Use the I statement. And that will help, you know, keep that out. Practice some empathy. Um, your partner's perspective and empathize with them and their feelings. You may not agree with them. You don't have to. No one said you had to agree. There's a thing called agree to disagree. Hello. But then there's a thing called respect. Respect and making sure that if your partner needs that in the relationship, then it's your job and they're asking you for it. Either it's your job to have the moral fortitude to be able to say, that's not going to work for me or be able to say, sure, this is what I'm going to do and fix it. Stop leaving issues unfixed. They become bigger problems later. And if they're frequent problems that continue the same one, what do you expect if that person has to make a better change? What do you expect? You should not be surprised. You should avoid criticism and being defensive. It's not about you when they're talking to you. Even though it might evolve you or the people around you, you've got to listen and that's their perspective, how they feel. Um, I, oh, this is a big one. Take breaks. Take a break. Stop and do 10 breaths each. Go away from each other for a while. Leave the house. Go take a walk out in nature. Something. But sometimes you need to take the break. Period. And I'm a big one in taking like a break to reset your marriage. Um, I believe in week breaks. I don't believe in like that break is to go and have sex with other people. It's to be able to understand 
what's going on in the relationship, calm down a little bit, and then be able to sit down and have a realistic conversa- conversation about what what your needs are. Um, so breaks are critical, I think, for time apart, to be able to get your head around things, to be able to make a better calmer, a dis- better decision when you're calm. And let me, let me tell you one thing. The one thing that's unacceptable is for you to say, oh, okay, it'll, it'll be handled. That's it. Yeah, uh, I got it. But not explaining, you know, how that will be handled and how it will be dealt with the next time it happens. It's not okay to do that to people. Um, especially if they if that, that problem has come back in. I know men like to do that very frequently and I'm not calling anyone in particular, but they don't like conflict. But the bottom line is you have to support your partner. And if they're having problems, you need to support them. If you don't want to support them, then you don't need to be a partner with them. I mean, then tell them, tell them, have the honesty and the moral fortitude to tell them. All right. Oh, well, there's my little baby. It's time. He is the boss of all bosses. All right. Well, thank you for joining me on today's podcast of love and relationships. I intend that you learn something new and informative and please, please communicate, use I statements, get out and date each other, go have some fun and take breaks when you need to. All right. Signing off from granny. Love you. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for joining me on today's exhilarating podcast of Let's Talk About Sex. If you loved what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on our future episodes packed with even more tips, tricks, and tantalizing discussions. Got something to share or a burning question? I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media or in my email. Your thoughts and stories and feedback mean the world to me, and I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Remember, your sexual empowerment journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep embracing your fabulous, authentic self. Until next time, this is Stephanie Smith signing off. Stay adventurous, stay safe, and stay sexy.